The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Gemara Yevamot. Masechet Yevamot has been dedicated and sponsored by our dear friend, Mr. Isaac Jamal and his wife in honor of his uh, family and Hatzlacha Varvacha Bechol Maaseyadav may be zocheh to raise his children in the ways of the Torah, they should give him much nahat, he should have many more children with health and happiness, and he should have berachah bakol mikol kol, him and his entire family, amen. Just a note of interest, as we study Masechet Yebamot, many of the cases need diagrams, we have chosen the Sefer Siurim, the Masechet Yebamot, as our uh, book for the diagrams written by Aaron Shalomo Berabi Baruch Moshe Hafner available in the bookstore some refer to pages we are using uh, that sefer today's daf is being studied by Mishmat Abraham ben Esther Ruach Hashem Tanihanu begin Aiden Amen begin today's daf on Amudishon right on the top line Let's just review very quickly where we left off until this point. Gemara basically was trying to find a mekor for the principle of ase dohe lo ta'ase. That a mitzvat ase overrides a lo ta'ase. So Gemara said in its final analysis that according to the Bishma'il, Tanah the Bishma'il, they learned it from Simuchin, the fact that the Torah juxtaposed the mitzvah of Sisit to the law of Sha'atnez. So from the fact that we have these two Pesukim that are juxtaposed to each other, so we could learn that saying don't wear Sha'atnez. However, when it comes to Sisit, you're allowed to wear Sha'atnez. You're allowed to have a bigot Pishtim, and the uh, strings could be of Pishtan or the opposite. So you see that that is a Sha'atnez mixture. So you see Mitzvat Aseh of Sisit is Dokhaya, the law Ta'aseh of Sha'atnez. Okay, what I said, the only time you can learn Simuchin is if there's an extra word. Then already you're allowed to make the Dalach of Simuchin. So we said, according to the Bishma'el, the extra words were Semir Ufishtim. Because really, according to him, every time the Torah says the word Beged, Beged automatically means Semir Ufishtim. Because Stam Beged is Semir Ufishtim, like we learned from Nega'im. So therefore, it says, Beged Shatnez Lo Ya'ale Alecha. So what it says, Beged, so I know it's Semir Ufishtim. So what does that have to say, Semir Ufishtim? And let's extra that for the teacher the Rasha of Simuchin. <coughs> so the Gemara says, Tina, Betana, the Bedebi Ishmael. All this is good that you do this Simuchin to teach you the Mekor of Asin to Halot Asin, according to the Tana, the Bedebi Ishmael. The Rabbanan, Minalehu. But according to the Rabbanan, that they don't have this Rasha that Stam Beged is Semiru Pishtim. And therefore, according to them, Semiru Pishtim in the Pasuk had to be written to teach you Semiru Pishtim. So therefore, they don't have this Samukhim now. And therefore, according to them, the Rabbanan, what's the source of Aseh Duhay? Not Aseh. So Gabbara says, Dafke lehu Miroshu. From a different source, from Miroshu. That's talking about a Tzara'at. At the end of the purification of a Tzara'at, of a Mitzora'at actually, somebody had leprosy. So he has to shave all the hair on his body. So the Pasuk says, Detanya, we have a brighter. Rosho, it says what? That he has to shave. I'm going to read you the Pasuk. Vaya, Bayuma Shivi, Yigalah, it calls Sa'aro, it Rosho, Ved Zikano. So the first thing the Torah says, he has to shave all the hair on his body. Then it says his head. Well, obvious. Matamudamar Rosho, you just told me it calls Sa'aro. What is the Pasuk to tell me? It Rosho. So the brighter says Rosho, Matamudamad. What do you have to tell me Rosho for? You told me it calls Sa'aro. The fish in Amar, because we have another pasuk that says Lo Takifu Peat Roshechem, which means we're not allowed to cut the peot off one's head. Right? One has to leave, let's say, we'll call it the sideburns. Okay, so therefore, now you telling me now he has to shave all his head? What do you mean? But we have a Lo Tase that says they're allowed to cut the peot. Shomei Ani Af Mitzorakin, which means when it says Lo Takifu, it's including the Mitzorah. So now we have to cut you the three pesukim. What Pasuk says, Et Rosho, and what Pasuk says, Lo Takifu. <coughs> so the Gibbara says, Tamud Omar, Rosho. 
That's why the Puskas come and say, Yes, Rosho, the Kasavar Aitana, and this Tana also holds, Hakafat Kola Rosh Sheme Hakafa. This is a Mahlok and amongst Hakamim, what's considered to be Over Lotakifu. Some want to say that Lotakifu means cutting the Peot, but leaving the rest of the hair. But some, and some want to say, therefore, but if you shaved all your hair where you didn't leave anything, you're not Over. However, this opinion holds, no. Shaving the whole head bald would also be a transgression of Lotakifu. Just even in a case where you didn't leave anything over. Where you didn't leave uh, uh, a remnant. Even if you shaved yourself bald, the deen is going to be what? You're over here. Lotakifu. Oh, so now you have a Lotaseh. But Rosho is a Mitzvataseh. So we see what? Aseh, Docheh, Lotaseh. The fact that the Mitzvah shaves his whole head, <coughs> even though we have an Isur of Lotakifu, so that's the proof of Achamim, that a mitzvah aseh is docheh, a lot aseh. The positive commandment would be, Vayabu yom shvi yigallah. Right? It's a positive commandment, he has to shave. The negative commandment was, lot takifu. So it comes to Gibran and says, Yikalem ifrach. No? We could refute this proof. Why? Ma lelav dehakafa, shechen lav she'en shaveh bakol. I can tell you that now this lotaaseh is not a strong lotaaseh. Lotaqifu patoshkim is not a strong lotaaseh. It's easy to knock off this type of lotaaseh. Why? Because it doesn't apply to everybody. For example, woman, the law of lotaqifu of cutting the peot does not apply. Women are not in the, in the law of lotaqifu patoshkim. Women can cut the peot. So therefore, such a lotaaseh is not a strong lotaaseh. It's a weak lotaaseh. So therefore, you have no raya for a regular aseh duhay lo ta'aseh. Maybe I'll tell you, aseh duhay lo ta'aseh like this, like uh, the case of the uh, peot, where it's not shaveh lechol nefesh, which means it's not equivalent, it's not applying to everybody. That type of lo ta'aseh could be knocked away. But what about a regular aseh duhay lo ta'aseh? What about a regular one? So the Gemara says, Ela atya mezikano. Uh, so we'll know from the next part of the Pasuk. The Pasuk also said that the Mitzorah has to shave on his purification process, his beard. Right? He has to take off his beard. Again, what does that say in You told me it's called So why does that have to tell me including his beard? Which is Yavalo also. That when it comes to the peot of the Zakan, one is not allowed to shave off. Which is even though he's allowed to shave it off, but he's not allowed to shave it off or to say uh, a razor and things like that. There's restrictions in Fazikanam. Uh, Correct? So it says, Shomeya Ani. I'm sorry. When it says, Ufazikanam, it's correct what I told you. But it applies. This Pasuk actually was written by a Kohen. We have a separate Pasuk written by a Kohen. Ufazikanam, Lo Yigalehu. So the Gemara says, So make up your mind. Now we have a Pasuk over here that says, Mitzorah has to. Cut his uh, beard, but I have a person who says, "What's the kadam lo yigale?" Or Shomei Ani, Av Kohen Mitzorah Ken, which is Masrai. Then even if it's a Kohen, who's a Mitzorah, the law is Ufad Zikanam lo yigalehu, which means that is bad. When it says lo yigalehu, it's even a Kohen who's a Mitzorah, he cannot do it. Tamud Omar Zikano. That's why I need the person to come and tell me. No, he does cut his beard. Even a Kohen Mitzorah has to cut his beard. <coughs> In order to fulfill the mitzvah of the positive commandment, so the Gemara says, "V'im enu anyan lelav she'en shave b'kol tenau anyan lelav hashave b'kol." Now we know that this law of peot and peat zakan as well is not shave l'kol. We said already, which doesn't apply to ladies, but already we have that derasha already from Rosho. Rosho already teaches me. That a lot of that's not shaveh lakol can be pushed away, so I don't need to have a double derasha to teach me the same, the same thing twice, twice over. That rosho is overridden, overrides otakifu, because otakifu is a weak lotase, and zekano overrides the patzakan isud because it's a lavshet shaveh. We don't need two times to tell me the same type of derasha. So then we're able to employ a special derasha that's called imenu anyan. Jeez, if I don't need it for this. I can learn it for something else. And therefore, I learned the 
a redundance of the derashav zekano to teach me what? That even in a case where it is shaveh lakol, still the aseh is docheh the lot aseh, and therefore I have a source for aseh docheh lot aseh, a regular lot aseh. Again, if it was just from Rosho, I tell you no. Rosho overrides the takifu because the takifu is a weak one. Why is it weak? It's eno shaveh. Okay, but I have another derashav that's telling me the same thing. Zekano. But the pasuk says by the Quranim fat zekaram loigalehu. I say see aseh docheh lot aseh. Oh, but again, that type of lotase is a weak lotase because it only applies to, uh, let's say, Kohanim, this Isur, and not uh, other people. Okay, but bottom line, we have a Dinashah like that already. That already I learned from Rosho, that a weak lotase is pushed away. So therefore, if I don't need it for a weak lotase, learn it to a regular lotase. Even though that's not the Kapis of the Pasuk, but that's the law of Imeno Anyan. If I don't need it for this, I have the liberty to learn it for something else. So therefore, the Gemara is saying at this point, the source for Asir, the Hedot would be, the Mitzorah cutting his beard overrides, even Mitzorah Kohen. He could cut his beard, even though he's transgressing the Yisun of Ufad Zekanam. No Yigalehu. And therefore, it's regular Asir, the Hedot Comes the Gemara and says, Vakati, it's Tarikh. No, no proof. I need that uh, derasha. It's not extra. The kohen. Why? Sanka the dachamina shani kohanim or ilvidi babena katu mitzvot yeterot. I would say, you know what? Maybe kohanim they're different because kohanim is very, very, very stringent. Because there's a lot of extra laws that apply to kohanim that don't apply to other people. Laws of tumah, etc. These kohanim have a lot of halachot. That applied to them, so I would have thought afilu lav she'en shaveh b'kol lo dachay. I might have thought even a weak lo ta'ase does not get pushed away by the kohanim, because kohanim have a lot of strict strict laws. So therefore, I wouldn't take it for granted that an ase is dochay lo ta'ase by a kohen. Maybe I'll tell you that by a kohen, even a weak lo ta'ase that gufad zekanam lo yigalehu, that's weak that only applies to kohanim. I might say, but this Kohanim have uh, strict laws, maybe even that's not pushed away. Kamash Malana, no, that even by a Kohen will say, Ase lo ta'ase, dos lo ta'ase, in a weak lo ta'ase. Because you could argue, say, no, Kohanim have strict laws. So just because by a regular Israel, I would say, Ase dochei lo ta'ase, when it's a weak lo ta'ase. Doesn't mean I'm say by a Kohen. Maybe I'm strict by a Kohen. So if I need the derashav zekanam to teach me what I mean, I need the, the derashav zekano that is the mitzorah kohen's lot that comes beat to me. Even if he's a kohen, it's still over. So we're back to the regular question: How do you know? Tase dochelo tase elatya mirosho dehachtana. We go back to the derosho, the derosho of a mitzorah, but with a different uh, different twist on the derashav. Okay, what is it? Netanya, Rosho, Matamudavar. Again, same question. What do you need to tell me? You told me it's Kosaro. So what do you have to tell me about the Mitzorah that he shaves all his hair? The Fishneemar, Ta'ar, Lo Ya'avur al Rosho. Okay, by a Nazir. What's the law of a Nazir? The Nazir is not allowed to shave his hair. Ta'ar, Lo Ya'avur al Rosho. Okay? Shomeyani, Af Mitzorah, the Nazir. That's Mashma that even if the Nazir is a Mitzorah, so now he has a catch-22. He's a Nazir, so the Nazir cannot cut his hair. But on the one hand, he's also a Mitzorah. Now Mitzorah, at the end of his process, has to cut his hair. So what do we do now in the case where the guy's both? He's a Mitzorah Nazir. But I got one pasuk that says, Rosho, cut it. I got another pasuk that says, No, Tar, he's not allowed to, Tar, lo yavur al Rosho. So how do, you, how do you square it off? So it says, Shechen, so, so therefore, Shomeyani, to teach me what? That even though he's a Mitzorah and a Nazir, he still cuts his hair. So therefore you see the Aseh by the Mitzorah is the Lot Aseh of Nazir. You see Aseh Doche Lot Aseh. So now already we have a, 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 a Raya. So the Gemara says... Now, I can break this one also. Nazir is also weak. So weak lotase. You know why? Because she can get out of it. A Nazir, if he goes to the Hakamim, he can break his Nazirut. 
what's what's nizirut? It's a nidr. It's a vow. So can't can a, a nazir go to hakam? Let's say and give him a reason why he wants to get out of his uh, nizirut. And the rabbi will give him and then uh, it's out. So there was such a lot to say that you can get out of it. So therefore, you have no ra'ayat in that case to teach me a regular in a regular case. Understand? That's no proof. And the Gibbala is going to prove to you that the lot of nazir is different. Why? Because we have a, we have a standing rule. <coughs> the rule is like this. Even though we say Aseh Dohei Lo There's another rule that says En Aseh Dohei Lo Ta'aseh Which means if on the Lo Ta'aseh side There's also a positive commandment attached to it So now it's an Aseh against the Lo Ta'aseh and an Aseh You don't break the Aseh En Aseh Dohei Lo Ta'aseh Which means you don't push away a Lo Ta'aseh and an Aseh because of an Aseh I mean if it's just an Aseh against the Lo Ta'aseh It's Aseh Dohei Lo Ta'aseh But En Aseh Dohei Lo Ta'aseh Good? Now, do you know that a nazir, regarding his hair, it's an asin, a lot asin? The lot asin is like we said, v'ta'ar lo ya'avur al-rosho. Okay, that's a lot asin. But it's also mitzvah asin that says what? Gadel pera. That means he has to grow his hair. So therefore, <coughs> if you wanted to tell me that what a mitzorah nazir, Shaves his hair, so that would tell me a big hadush. That would tell me that aseh dohe lo taaseh the aseh. How come we never brought in the Gemara a proof that yes, indeed aseh is dohe lo taaseh the aseh from the case of nazir? You know why we never brought it? Because nazir is not a normal case. Because that type of lo taaseh is a weak lo taaseh because you can get out of it. So then, the fact that we didn't bring it ayah. From the Nazir case that shows you that the lot ta'aseh of it is a weak lot ta'aseh. And if you have no ra'ayah to a regular ta'aseh, if lot And if it's just like you couldn't bring a ra'ayah, ta'aseh do'ay lot ta'aseh va'aseh from Nazir, so too you cannot bring a ra'ayah that ta'aseh do'ay lot ta'aseh from Nazir. Because the lot ta'aseh is a different type of lot ta'aseh because it has the ability to be removed through. Hatara. That's the Gibraltar's proof going to show you why you know Nazir is different. So the Gibraltar says, Dilo Tema Hakikas, we're not going to say what we just said. Hakai Malan, De'en Aseh, Doha, Elot Aseh, Vaseh. Because we have a standing rule that says that an Aseh does not push away Elot Aseh, Vaseh. Ligmar min Nazir. What do you mean? Learn from Nazir. And say it is. Because Nazir is an Aseh and Elot Aseh. And say that the Mitzorah is allowed, Mitzorah, Mitzorah Nazir, should be allowed to cut his uh, hair. <coughs> That's what and it should be and it's doha what the ase lo taase nizrut how come you don't learn that it is hela minazir my tamal gamnina dikan mifrach shechen yishno b'sheira the reason why you don't learn that because the nizrut is able to make a tara hakaname ikal mifrach shechen yishno b'sheira so therefore it's safety by ase doha lo taase I can say that the lo taase is weak because she's able to make sheira so back to the question according to the hakamim how do you know ase doha lo taase Oh, go back to the original pasuk of Kilayim. Go back to this pasuk of Sasit next to Shatnes. Oh, we had a question on that. There's no extra words. The rule to learn is semichut. You need to have something extra to activate the semichut. So it's according to Hakamim Tzemru Fishtim. Is not extra. Because they don't learn automatic begid is Semiru Pashtim. So they need a clear pasuk to tell me Semiru Pashtim is Chatnez. So therefore, what's the extra words according to the Hakamim that's going to activate the Semiru to teach me that Aseh do Hilot Aseh? Understand the question? So the Gemara says, no, I'll tell you what the extra word is. Inken lema krasit ta'aseh lecha. Gidilim la mali Shma'amina la afnuye Kibra says like this It's from the word that the Torah used The Torah In that pasuk of the juxtaposition Juxtaposed pasuk It says gidilim ta'aselecha Now gidil is a fancy way of saying Strings Why does it say gidilim? Just say sasit 
the fact that it used already a different terminology, went out of its way, that's to tell me that's like an extra word they use, and therefore to learn the semichut, that what? That the sussiyot, the gidilim, you're able to use shatnez based on the semichut, because of aseh dochelot aseh. So it's actually from the change in terminology. From the fact that the Torah changed from the normal word of sussit and put the word gidil. Okay? So Gebara says, no, that's not extra at all. We learn something very, very important by the law of Sisit, by Gedil. A Gedil <coughs> means a string, but by definition, it's two strings. A Gedil is like a double string. So if it just said Gedil, Gedil is two strings. Okay. But it says Gedilim. So Gedilim would mean two Gedils. Minimum, it's two Gedils. That means four strings. Because each Gedil is made out of two strings. So now I have four strings. And what does the Pasuk say? It says, it says, petil. Uh, petil means you have to string it. Which means you take the four strings and you put it through the hole, and now you can end up with eight strings. And therefore, from the word gidilim, that's the that's where I get the rule of eight strings. And then I have to tie it, okay, to make it like a, the fringe. And therefore, I have to leave part of it not and part of it. String, like we do on a sisiyot. All this is learned from the word gidilim. How many strings? We're also going to how much knot, how much uh, string you have to leave. So therefore, you can't tell me gidilim is extra. On the contrary, gidilim teaches me. If I didn't say the word gidilim, I wouldn't know the, the, the eight string law. So therefore, the Gemara says, What are you talking about? Gidilim teaches me the shi'ur. How many strings? Why? Gidil shenayim. Right? If it's just what it said, Gidil, each Gidil is what? Made out of two strings. Gidilim. So that's plural. So what's the minimum plurality of Gidilim? <coughs> two, which really makes it Arbaa. So it says, Asa Gidil, make the Gidil, Ufotlehu mitocho. And fold it over. Which means the Torah says petil. How do you make a petil? You stick it through the hole, you fold it over, now you can end up with what? Eight. And let's read that in Nashi. Nashi says, third line, Lishi'ura atta, Liminyan putin. Gidil shenayim. Yevshal lasot gidil, but fahat mishneh putin. Klal. When it says gidil, it means two strings. Gidilim arba putin. Demi'ud gidilim shenayim. Uchtiv venatenu asasita kanaf petil. Amra Torah asim anich arba putin. Gidil ehad. Which is make from these four, make it a fringe. So it's going to end up becoming eight wide. When you thrust it in the hole of the garment, which means we want the strings to be hanging. Which means we don't want you to when you when you stick it through. We don't want you to knot the whole string down, and it's going to be also, it's all going to be knot. We want it to be some fringe. That's like the knot part, and some <coughs> string, some tassel, exactly. So then what do you see over here? You see over here that the word gedilim is no, by no means extra. A lot of halachot that we're learning from the word gedil. So we're back to the question, according to the hakamim, how do they know ase do ha'ilo ta'ase? So the Gemara says, Inken, tayo, lemakra lo tilbash Sha'atnez Semer Ufishtim Yahdav Lamali. The extra word over here is Yahdav. Now we're moving to the Sha'atnez Pasuk, which is we couldn't find an extra word, but it's a seed Pasuk. So we'll go to the, back to the Sha'atnez Pasuk. It says, Lord Tilbash Sha'atnez Semer Ufishtim. That would have been enough. Don't wear Sha'atnez, Semer Ufishtim mixture. What does the Pasuk have to say, Yahdav? The word Yahdav, together, what do you mean together? Of course, together is together. What are you wearing? You're wearing it, you're wearing it together. So therefore the word Yahdav is extra. Shema' minah Oh, so that teaches me what? That it's opened. Again, remember the Klalim of it. Once already I have an extra word that activates my Simichut, and therefore I have a Simichut between Sisit and Sha'at and that will teach me that 
my my seat the law of shatnez is overridden. I mean, I can put shatnez in my seat, and then what's after the And where's the extra word? Yadav. So the Gemara says no, it's not extra. Why? Ve'akate mivale letochef shte tekifot hibur tekifa achat eno hibur, which means like this. A guy takes Tzimru Pishtim. What makes the Tzimru Pishtim mechubar to the beggar? I take a sharpness thing. Okay, now I stick it to my garment. I gotta attach it. So the Gemara says, if you were to chev tekifah achat, you took the needle, let's say, and you went one time in tekifah achat, that's not considered hibur. It's not considered attached. What do you need to be considered mechubar? Shte tekifot. You gotta go in and out twice. So if I don't know that from the word Yahdav. It's gotta be Yahdav, it's gotta be attached to the bigot. Uh, so therefore Yahdav is not actually the Yahdav teaches me the law of attaching it to the garment. Read Rashi. Tikifa. Shitohev tehiva ahad be mahad vehibir kilayim bigot simru bigot pishtim yahdav. Okay, when you took a bigot, let's say you have a bigot of pishtim and a bigot of simir, and you want to attach it to itself to make it a combination. Right? How, how how tight does the Habur uh, have to be? Because if you just did one uh, one stitch in and out, that's not enough. You need shtetekifot. How do you know that from? Yahdav. So back to the question. How do you know? I said, no, I don't From the Simichut. It says, in Ken, Lichtov Rahmana lot tilbash simir ufishtim yahdav. Sha'atnez lamali. Okay, now we get the word sha'atnez is extra. Just say, Lot Tilbash, Semir Fishtim Yahdav. Semir Fishtim, I learned the materials. Yahdav, I learned that has to be Shtitiki Fot. But the word Shatnez is extra. So the Gibara says, That teaches me what? That it's opened to be Doresh, the Simichut, to teach me Asi Tohedo Tase. Gibara says, By no means, Shatnez, by no means is extra. The Akate. For something to be considered Shatnez, you need three uh, prerequisites. And the way you remember it is from the word Shatnez. Shatnez is like a Rashetevot for three procedures. Number one, Shua. What does Shua mean? Smoothing it. You have to take the flax, the linen let's say and the wool, and first thing you have to do is comb them okay, first you comb them after you comb them, venus you have to spin them venus is to spin them I'm sorry, tavi tavi is to spin them, the twat is to spin them and nus is now then to weave them into a garment Rashi learns that you're doing this together meaning you're taking the wool and the linen and you're combing it together, spinning them together, together and then of course weaving, weaving them. According to Tosfot, no, each one individually has to do it first. You comb this separately, and you comb this separately, and you spin this separately, but then you put them together. But the point is, for sharpness, to be sharpness, you need shua, tevi, venus. You need the combing, you need the spinning, and then you need the weaving it together. So therefore, the word sharpness by no means is extra. So the Gemara says like this: Ela kula mishatnez nafka. End of subject. It really comes from the word shatnez. I just want to you just told me shatnez is uh, not extra. So the Gemara says like this. The Gemara says like this. Look at she. Kula mishatnez nafka. Deila afnu yelehud. If it was only coming to give me an extra word, Nikhtov Lotilbash Kilayim Semiru Pishtim. The Pasuk could have written the word Kilayim. Umidapik Rahmanabil Shon Shaatnez Drosh Binameha. Which means the way that she is master what he's saying is over here. The Pasuk could have said the word if it didn't say the word Shaatnez, let's say. Let's say it didn't say the word Shaatnez. It could have used the word Kilayim Not Tilbash Kilayim 
would have said that word. Kilaim is also a mixture. And the fact that instead of using the word kilaim, you use the word sha'atnez. Now, you, you're right. You tell me sha'atnez is teaching me shu'ah, tevi, venoz. But if that's what the person wanted to say, it could have said, Lot tilbash, begich, yeshlo, shu'ah, tevi, venoz. Why did it write that word, shu'ah, tevi, venoz, in a sha'atnez form? Ella to teach you what? That not only the Shu'at Tevi knows business, from the fact that he wrote it in a way of Sha'atnez and not Kil'ayim, not a different way, it's extra. And therefore, what is it extra to say? It's extra to teach me the Simuchim. And once I learn the Simuchim, I know Asik Ahalot Asim. Look at Tosafot. Kudam Sha'atnez Navka. Medichtiv Sha'atnez. First wide line. ולא כתיב כלאיים, שמעין על שועה ותביב ונוז, ומדלא כתיב שועה ותביב ונוז בהדיה, שמעין על אפנויה כעתה למדרש סמוכין. ואתה פסוק שעושה, לא תלבש שועה, לא תלבש כלאיים, שועה תביב ונוז. Why did it say the word שעתנז? It's coming to tell you two hadushim. The שועה תביב ונוז hadush, and number two to tell you, there's an extra part of it. That word is extra in itself, for the way it wrote it. Because it could have done it a different way. And then what do I learn from that word? Simuchin. So basically, what do we accomplish? If somebody would ask you now, what's the source of Asid You have a Mahlukid actually. The Mahlukid Deen Rabbanan and tell it a bit of Ishmael. Rabbanan, you'll tell me. Well, actually, you'll say it like this everybody holds its Simuchin from Shatnez to Sasid. That the Asid of Sasid. Is the lot of shapes. The only bachlokan is the activation of this semichut. Where does it come from? According to Tanah the Bishma'il, it came from the extra word semiru pishtim. Why is that extra? Because Begit teaches me semiru pishtim. Stamp Begit is semiru pishtim. So therefore, semiru pishtim is extra. Make your derasha. According to Hakamim, no. Stamp Begit is not semiru pishtim. So I need the word semiru pishtim. So the Gemara here in the beginning struggles. What's the extra word? Now, is it uh, Gidilim? No. no, Gidilim teaches me eight strings. Now, is it uh, Yahdav? No, Yahdav teaches me Tekifot. Is it Sha'atnez? Well, at first we say, maybe not. Shu'at Tevivinoz. We say, no. If that was the case, it would have said Shu'at Tevivinoz. Beferush. The fact that it didn't, so it must be the word Sha'atnez is also an extra. And therefore, that's how I know the Semichut. It teaches me, I said, Lo Ta'aseh. Something else. Maybe he learned Shu'at Tavim Enos. And he wrote it that way because that's the way he wrote it. It's a Shit Tavim But the point is, the point is now we get to our, we got to go back to our uh, original question. Because the Gemara was trying to explain by Yivama. Yeah. By the Yivama we said what? <clears throat> that how do we know if it's a, uh, it's an Ayrva. For example, Achot Ishto. How do we know that Achot Ishto, if this Yibama is Achot Ishto, how do we know that you don't make the mitzvah of Yibum? So we said we have a special derasha. Torah says, do not take your wife's sister. And it says in the Pasuk, Aleha. And by Yibama it says the word, Aleha. So that we said, must be talking Aleha, Aleha. Must be, don't take your wife's sister even in the mitzvah of Yibum. That was the Aleha derasha. Now, what do I need a special uh, derasha to tell me I can't do it? So the Gemara because normally I would say, normally would be over, override the isur of Ahot Ishto. So that's why I need a derasha. But then the Gemara asked another question. Was, hold it, hold it. This is not a regular lotase. This is a lotase that has karet. Till now you just found a regular Aseh Duhay Lotaseh. But how do you know an Aseh that has Karet? It's, it's Duhay. A Lotaseh of Karet. Because if you don't find it, then already I don't need this Rasha. Just say, in Aseh Duhay Lotaseh Shishba Karet. I don't need the Aleha Dirasha to tell me that this Ayrba is not, is, is, is not subject to Yibum. It's not subject to Yibum because it's a Lotaseh Shishba Karet. So the Gemara says... Ashkehan de ate ase vedahe lota ase gireda. All you showed me till now is ase dohe lota ase alone. Lota ase shi es bokaret hecha. 
where do you find that the aseh is the lot aseh of karet deitzterich aleha lemisra that you need a pasuk of aleha to come along and say it's asur, which is you only need the pasuk aleha to tell me it's asur if I would think it's mutar. That means why would I think it's mutar? Because I say aseh dohe lot aseh she's bakaret, and if I would say the mitzvah yibum is dohe di and vadras karet, that's why I need the pasuk of aleha to be aseh. So the Gemara is asking me, okay, how do you know this rule that Aseh Dohelot Aseh Sheshba Karet? So the Gemara says, Vechitema Nilaf Mimila. The Gemara is going to give three possible answers. Learn from Mila. What's the proof? Are you allowed to do Mila on Shabbat? Yeah. Yes. Mila is Mitzvah Aseh. Bayom Hashemini Yimod Besar Olato. Shabbat is Yisur Karet. If somebody makes Yisur on Shabbat be Mezid, what's the punishment? Karet. If he doesn't have witnesses, the punishment is karet. So you see what? Mitzvah ta'aseh is the ruhayah lo ta'aseh of karet. What's the ayah? Mila. Good proof? Good. Mitzvah ta'aseh, mila. Mila is the ruhayah shabbat. Are you allowed to normally make a cutting on shabbat? To take blood out? There's also a ta'aseh of shamor. So it's not really. It's not ta'aseh ba'aseh. Koshikin. Koshikin. <laughs> I'm telling you this Aseh is Duhay Lot Aseh You tell me It's not really Lot Aseh It's a two Lot Aseh It's Aseh It's a Lot Aseh It's Duhay Everything Because Shekin So Gebra says Mal Mila Shekin Nikhretu Aleha Shalosh Esre Kiritot Biritot Biritot Mila is different Mila is special We always say this in the Gebra Mila There was 13 covenants That Borei Olam made with Avraham Abinu when it came to the Brit Milah. Therefore, don't mean we are at that Milah is Dohe, a Karet, a Lotas of Karet. Milah is in a separate, uh, separate uh, category because of the 13 covenants. Okay, let's try another case. The Pesach. Korban Pesach. Korban Pesach is Dohe Shabbat. Let's say the 14th of Nisan came out on Shabbat. What is the law? You slaughter the Korban Pesach on Shabbat. Now, slaughtering is one of the Melachot. You're not to slaughter on Shabbat. But what do you see over here? The Bidvat Aser Pesach is Dohe Shabbat, that's Isur, Karet. Shabbat is a lot of Aser, she is Bo, Karet. So you see Aser Dohe Lot Aser Karet or Pesach? No proof. Male Pesach, she can Karet. No. Pesach itself, the Bidvat Aser, has Karet. Pesach itself, the person doesn't bring Kurban Pesach, gets Karet. So if you have no proof to a regular Aser, for example, a regular say of uh, Yibum That we're trying to bring a proof Yibum doesn't have a karet If a guy doesn't make Yibum, he doesn't get karet So therefore, you have no ra'ayat to a regular Aseh Dohailot Aseh be karet For Pesach Because Pesach itself is an Aseh She is more karet So you tell me it's Dohailot Aseh She is more karet No proof Kamala Sokka, I'll tell you proof Mitamid Kurban Tamid Every day in the Beit HaMajah She wrote a Kurban Tamid, right? Including Shabbatot uh, so what do you have over here? You're bringing a mitzvah ta'aseh tamid. Is dohe a lot ta'aseh of Shabbat sheishba karet? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Bring, do, you, do you bring the tamid on Shabbat? Yes. Twice. But on Shabbat included. So then Shabbat is considered what? A karet. So lot ta'aseh. And tamid is dohe. So we have a ra'ayah from Qurban tamid. Qurban says no proof. Ma'al tamid sheken tadir. Qurban Tamid is Tadir. It's an everyday Qurban. Something that's done every single day of the year, or on a constant basis, that's more, a stronger type of Aseh. Which is, we're not talking about a case like a Yaboom that's done uh, you know, once in a while. The Tamid is a string, stringent Aseh. What makes the stringency of uh, Tamid uh, manifest? The timidut of it. So therefore, we try to bring it ayah from Mila. No, Mila has you give a beritot. Pesach, shekin karet. Tamid, tadir. So we have no ayah that aseh dohelot aseh. The three we gave are exceptional. So now, what the Gemara usually does in such a case is okay. You couldn't bring from one individually. Now maybe we'll bring from. Two cases, which means I'll pair them up. 
Maybe I learned from, let's say, Mila and Pesach combined. Or Pesach and Tamid combined. If I can't learn from one, because each individual one has a stringency, so I'll stop pairing them up, because each one doesn't have the other stringency. So maybe I can learn from a combination of both. So the Gemara says, Mehada Loatya. I can't learn from either one of these things. Not from Mila, not from Pesach, not from Tamid. Titi metarte. Why don't you learn maybe the rule of Asedu Ailot Asedu from two of them? How? Mehei Titi. From which two you want to learn from? Mimila u Pesach? You want to combine Mila and Pesach? She can't cut it. Mila and Pesach, both are cut it. Because even Mila is a karet. What happens if the child doesn't get a brit Mila? So he's obligated to mal himself. Once he becomes an adult, and he doesn't mal himself, he's very high up karet. So therefore, Mila and Pesach are both karet items. So therefore, I cannot say mitzvah aseh, in a regular case, I can't bring it from Milan Pesach because these items are stringent. They both have the same stringency. That what? Shekin, karet. So Gemara says, Pesach v'tamid. Oh, you know what? Put Milan aside. Learn it from Pesach and Korban Tamid. So the Gemara says, no, you can't bring from Pesach and Korban Tamid because you'll say like this: Pesach has karet. Oh, but Tamid doesn't have karet. Oh, so you see, obviously the karet factor is not the factor. You understand the benefit of learning both? We tried to do that by Mila and Pesach. And Pesach. We said, oh, Mila is Yud Gimel Beritot, but Pesach doesn't. Good. Pesach has karet. Well, but Mila also has karet. Yeah. So they have both of them have a common denominator, karet. So maybe it's the karet that's bringing the halakha. So you cannot bring Mila and Pesach. Uh, so let's bring Pesach and Tamid. So you tell me, Pesach has karet. Well, Tamid doesn't have karet, so that's no problem. You tell me, Tamid is Tamid. Well, Pesach is not Tamid. Oh, good. So obviously, it's not the Humrot that are bringing the conclusion. It must be that one. It's what they have in common. What's that they have in common? It's the Mitzvah Aseh, Shaduhay Lot Aseh Bekaret. So they give us another have something in common. What do they have in common? Something else, a stringency that they have in common. Sheken Sorech Gavoa. They're both Korbanot. They both go up to Hashem. And therefore, I'll tell you, you know why the Aseh of Pesach and Aseh of Tamid is Dohailot Aseh Shemekaret? This is strict, this is Korban. You have no Raya. Sorech Gavoa, that's what's making the Deen of Aseh Dohailot Aseh Shemekaret. So the Gemara says, Mimila Vitamid. Okay, let's try to get Mila and Tamid together. Now you'll tell me, Mila is a stringency of 13 Biritot. Well, Tamid doesn't. Good. Well, Tamid has. It's constant. Well, Tamid has. Tamidut. Mamila doesn't. Beautiful. So, therefore, it's not the stringencies that are bringing the law. It must be what they have in common. What does Mila and Tamid have in common? They both. Mitzvah Aseh. Shedochelot Aseh. Bekaret. So, the Gemara says, no. Sheken Yishno Lifne Adibur. They have something in common. A stringency that they have in common. They both. Applied before Matan Torah. Avram was commanded. <coughs> not only Avram, Abin, leave Avram. The Jewish people were commanded before Matan Torah to do Brit Mila. As well as Korban Pesach. Korban Pesach also was. I'm sorry, Korban Tamid went to the Tamid. Like we know the Masikat Hamiga. Before Matan Torah says, Vayalu, or not. They brought Korban Olah. What do we say, Masikat Hamiga? I got to one opinion. That was Olah Tamid. So therefore you can't bring an ayah from these two cases. These two cases are so strict that already we have a commandment before the Torah. So the Gemara says, Good. I will go and quote the opinion that says that the command that the Jewish people were in the Midbar was Olat Tamid. So now we're back to the question. Where are you going to learn this from? So the Gemara says, Ummikulihu Nameh. How about you learn from all three together? Now all three, it's, uh, it's automatic now. I'll tell you, no, Mila has the stringency. You'd give him a very taught. Pesach doesn't. But Pesach has karet. Tamid doesn't. 
So I can start going back and forth saying, each one has its own stringency and the other one doesn't have. So therefore it's not the stringency that brings the law. It must be the common denominator that brings the law. And what's the common denominator? So it's not ta'aseh, shudu'ayi lo ta'aseh, bekaret. So the Gemara says, no, sheken yeshnam lefnei adibur. Actually, all three are before the dibur. All three are strict, have a common strictness. And what is that? They were all applied before Matan Torah. Milah, we know before Matan Torah, right? B'nai Yisrael, take a milah. Also, Tamid in the Midbar. Pesach, Korban Pesach. Before Matan Torah, we wrote a Korban Pesach in Mitzrayim. Oh, so now we're back to the question. How do you know mitzvat aseh is the How do you know that a mitzvat aseh is the You can't learn it not from milah, not from pesah, and not from tamid. So the Gemara says, you know where you learn it from? Ela itzdarich. Sal kadatach amina titi mikibud avvaim. Oh, I would have thought you learned it from kibud avvaim. Why? The Tanya we have like this a bright. Which means, let's say a father tells his son to mehal al Shabbat. Is the mitzvah to your father? Is the mitzvah to say of kibud av? Do he the lot to say of Shabbat? Tamud lomar, ish immo ve'aviv tira'u, ve'et shabbatotai tishmoru. We have a pasuk, Perashat Kedushim. Respect your parents, keep Shabbat. What's the connection? Kulechem hayavim bichbodi. The pasuk is saying, the end of the pasuk is Ani Hashem. What do we learn from those words, Ani Hashem? You have to honor your parents, and you have to keep the Shabbat. But you know what? If it's a, if it's a choice between Shabbat and honoring your parents, Ani Hashem. You're all obligated to respect me. So get what I says. My love, what's the case? The amar leshotli basheli. Must be the case is where his father is telling him, Son, go cook for me something on Shabbat. We're making up a case now. Cooking is isur. The oraita shiyeshbo karet. Or the father is telling the son shotli, go slaughter for me. That's isur the oraita shiyeshbo karet. Now let's stop for a second. I need a pasuk to come along and tell me don't listen. Because if it wasn't for the pasuk, I would have told you. So therefore the Pasuk has to come and tell me Even though normally But here Don't listen And that's what Kabbalah says And therefore I say the same thing by Yibum Really I'll tell you normally Karet and that's why I need a pasuk to tell me aleha by ahot ishto to tell me in this case it doesn't. Good. Why would I think aseh do hello from the kibud avem in Shabbat case? What do I need the Torah to come and tell me if your father? T- huh? Shabbat is karet. Shabbat is a lot aseh. That's the main point. Shabbat is a lot aseh. Correct. It's a lot aseh. She is more karet. Now, what are we saying? Without a pasuk, I would think. That you're allowed to listen to the father that tells you to go cook and it's going to override Shabbat. I need a pasuk to tell me it's asur. I mean, without the pasuk I say, Asef kimudavayim, Zdohelot Asef Shabbat, which is karet. Oh, so you see, really, the rule is, yes, Asef ken Zdohelot Asef Shabbat karet. Unless you have a pasuk that comes to exclude it. Good, that's called a yibum now. Really, I'll tell you, without a pasuk, the guy should be allowed to make yibum even with a hotishto. Because the Mizrat Asif Yibum should be Dukhe Lot Asif Karet. Oh, so I have a pasuk that comes to me, Aleha, then it does. Now I've justified why I need the pasuk, Aleha. The Gibra says, No. No. Love the Mehamir. What is this answer? No. no. Love the Mehamir. Gibra is saying like this You made up a whole story over here by the Kibudava M case. There is a case on Shabbat that it's a lot ta'aseh, but there's no karet. There's actually one isur that is considered 
love the Uraita, but you're not going to get credit for such a Isur, which is a, which is a, a trivia. Well, all the Melachot and Chahora fall into the same category. That love is called love of Mehamir. What is Mehamir? Mehamir, the Pasuk says, Lo ta'ase kol melakha ata etcetera ubehemtecha. Which means, what is a person doing? Let's say the animal has a load on his back. Right? So you come along and tell the animal, Sa! Go! You didn't do any ma'asir. You're standing there, but you're leading the animal through a dibur, for example. Now that's a lo ta'ase. You're not allowed to be mehamir on Shabbat, to guard your animal, to cause it to move on Shabbat. When it's carrying a load. But since you didn't do an action, it just you're just standing there passively, there's no credit on that uh, on that isur. Okay? There's no credit in that case of the Muhammad. So now I'll go back to your story over there. The Torah says that even if your father tells you the Mahalil Shabbat, you don't. So you tell them, oh, you know what the case was? We told them, cook. And therefore, cook is got it. Therefore, I need a pasuk to come and tell you that uh, in this case over here, in Asit Ha'ala Sosheb Shabbat Who told you that's the case? You know, I'll tell you what the father told them. The father told them, be mehamir. Just look at it. So normally in such a case, I would say, Asit Ha'ala Lot Asit. Because it's a regular Lot Asit. That's why I need a special pasuk to come and tell me. But in this case, Shabbat, Overrides, and therefore you cannot be over. Who told you the the Gemara hypothesized and said, "Oh, you know what the case with the father told the son? Bashelli, shortly. Who told you? Maybe he told him be Muhammad, and therefore, really, I'll tell you, a regular haseh is not tohelo taseh shabikaret, and therefore, if it's not tohelo taseh shabikaret, what do I need the pasuk of Ali Ha'arul? Just, just go with the regular rule. And haseh, tohel, no, that haseh, bekaret. You tell me, no, but I, I've the case of Kibud Avim. The case Kibud was not talking about a karet case. I tell you, the case of Kibud Avim was talking about the father told the kid, go be mehamir. What is he really telling the kid? Just to do a lot taseh. There's no karet on mehamir. So therefore, you back to the rule of normally haseh would be tohel taseh, a regular. And uh, in the case of the uh, Kibud Avim, is telling you in this case. Keep Shabbat. So therefore, we're really back to a question. Why do you need the Pasuk Aliyah? Seemingly, even without it, it would be Asur. Because in Aseh, Dohe, Lota Aseh, with a Karet. I Mila, Mila is different. Yud Gimel Biri Tot. I Pesach, Pesach itself is Karet. I Tamid, Sheken Tamid. I put them all together. Doesn't matter. All these three items are very strange because they came before Matan Torah. So therefore, they have a strictness to that. That's why the Asir are not Asir Shemekaret. But in a regular case, in Asir. And don't bring me an idea from Kibbutz Avayim, because we're talking about a Karet case. So therefore, we have a question still. Why did you need the Pasuk of Aleha? Baruch Amen.